integrity ball. True integrity ball. True integrity ball. True integrity. True integrity ball. True integrity. True integrity ball. True integrity. If in this game you want longevity, you got ball with true integrity. I know the game is like a referee, so you can never try to question me. This is what you call a specialty. True and strong, that's a specialty. All we do is use our goals, then kick it like we call it in the specialty. Welcome back to another episode of True Integrity Ball. I'm your host, Drew, here with my co-host, Sean. Yo, yo, yo. Man, I know that we are kind of late with the with the pod or whatnot. You know, just two busy guys had a busy week. But we are here today um, to go over another week that just happened in the books. And then we're going to jump into week eight. But I think the first game that we're going to go ahead and jump into is Cleveland. I'm going to Indianapolis. This was probably one of the probably more entertainment game of the week. Probably the most exciting as well. And uh, Cleveland came away with the win. 39-38. I guess we all know that Watson, you know, he did came out the game towards the first quarter. Um, barely looked like himself throwing a pick in the first drive. And then in the third drive, um, he did get injured. But this game was dominated by Miles Garrett. Um, basically, the MVP of the game, two strip sacks. Um, they recovered both times. One was recovered for a touchdown as well. And that boy did block a field goal, man. Um, but overall, this game was just full of turnovers, which gave both teams decent field position, uh, which is why the score was so high. Uh, Minshew did play a decent game. 15 for 23, for 305. He accounted for four touchdowns, two in the air and two on the ground. And we all know, I guess, there was some questionable calls made at the at the end uh, with the pass interference and the illegal contact. Uh, but the call was made, and Kareem Hunt uh, went ahead and did the go-ahead touchdown towards the end, man. What's your thoughts, bro? Yeah, man, uh, that that Browns defense, uh, you know, they showed up. I know, uh, I know that, that it was a high scoring game, but the Browns defense did uh, still show up and it was pretty impressive. Uh, Miles Gary is definitely looking like the defensive player of the year for sure. Uh, definitely put his imprints in the game, as you said. Uh, his, his statistics, uh, I did see that. I did see half of the game. Didn't watch the whole game, but I did see the play when uh, he uh, caused that touchdown on that uh, strip sack. So definitely put his imprint into the game. Um, Want to do give a shout out to PJ Walker for the Browns. He's uh, now stepped in and played at uh, what? Three games for the Browns. Two, uh, games, two games, two games, two games for the Browns. Uh, Deshaun Watson been in and out the lineup, you know, uh, the last two to three weeks. And uh, PJ Walker has, you know, came in and, and got some big wins against the 49ers and this week, you know, against the Colts. So definitely uh, two 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 big wins when your third string quarterback uh could come in and win some games. Yeah, definitely, bro. Um what you think going on with Deshaun, man? So I saw an article uh basically I think this morning, um he said if he could play, he would play. Uh so apparently he came back too early. Uh thought he could come back, you know, maybe we, we know mentally, uh, you know, I think he just trying to rush out there, you know, kind of silence those doubters, the haters, whatever you want to call them, mm-hmm. from him not playing the last two years for his personal reasons and, you know, things like that. So just trying to get out there and get back to the player he once was. He probably 
just rushed into it and uh, re-aggravated uh, his injury. So that's all. Probably just need to sit out because they're definitely, you know, if you're in the, in the Browns organization right now, you're definitely pretty impressed. You're sitting at, what, 4-2? and two? Yeah. yeah. And uh, nobody thought they would be 4-2 and two right now, especially in that the toughest division, I say, in the NFL uh, with a third-string quarterback. I say third-string quarterback because – P.J. Walker is – I know he's he's starting now, but he was, you know, two weeks ago the third-string quarterback, and then they yeah. benched the rookie after he started. So just want to clarify that. But uh, nobody thought the Browns would be, you know, 4-2 and two, uh, with no uh, Chubb. Chubb is the best back in the NFL when healthy. And no Deshaun Watson, and they're sitting at 4-2. and two, So you can't be no happier. Yeah, man. But, but overall about that Watson situation, and it, it is kind of weird. Um, it seems like there's some kind of miscommunication on, on both sides. Um, I wonder if the Browns really, really regretting this, um, this contract that they, they, they did made, but, um, but then on the bright side, I guess in hindsight, it does look like on the low end, as far as like what they paying him annually, you know, see how the, all these other quarterback contracts has came out, but, um, but something weird going on with this Watson situation, man. And I think more details will be coming out eventually, man. But I guess the next game we're going to go ahead and move on to is on Detroit at Baltimore. Um, Baltimore came away victorious with a dominant win, um, 38-6. to You want to go ahead and take this one, bro? Yeah, I appreciate it. You know, Baltimore is my team. Uh, but very impressive game. I can't sit here and say uh, that I expected uh, the Ravens to start the game like they did and uh, finish the game like they did Uh most of the analysts before the picks, I know, you know, the picks really don't mean anything. But everybody on before the game picked the no, nobody picked the Ravens. Uh, I think it was a clean clean sweep on Fox. Uh, five uh, all said they took the they took the Lions, and uh, you know, I, I thought the Ravens would win this game. I thought it would be a close game because the Lions have been oppressive, and you picked them to win the division, so they yeah. definitely looked really good. Uh, starting off with that start, but the Ravens just came out firing, man. Offenses look like it's finally getting in the groove. All your receivers are back healthy. Bateman, Odell, uh, and uh, Xavier Flower was all on the field at the same time. Uh, yeah. But it just came down to Lamar, man. Lamar was able to. Be a play a fishing game. They gave him time to throw the ball. Uh, our throws are always on the money. It just depends on if the receivers are going to catch the ball. And they they caught the ball on Sunday, so uh, they started off great. Defense uh, looks like the best defense in the NFL is outside of the Browns. So just a clean game on both sides of the ball, and uh, hopefully we could keep keep rolling. Yeah, definitely, bro. I just think um, <clears throat> Detroit was in a bad spot. You know, back to back on road games or whatnot. They probably was probably feeling themselves, and uh, and the Ravens just just showed them why. I kind of seen this seen this was was coming. I expected to be this dominant, but I definitely um, did see a big win for the Ravens. And I know Detroit do got a. I think they got the Raiders on Monday Night Football, so I respect a big uh big big turn. Uh, the next game we'll talk about uh, L. A. going to Kansas City. Kansas City did came away with the win, thirty-one to seventeen. Mahomes just keep on showing his greatness, man. Um, Thirty-two for forty-two, um, four hundred and twenty-four yards, four touchdowns, and a pick. That boy Travis Kelsey went for twelve catches and one hundred and seventy-eight, uh, eight yards. And the Chargers, man, they only put up their um, seventeen points in that first half. And in that second half, that boy Herbert had two interceptions. Was which basically conceived the game, um, but at the end of the game, this game was just about Mahomes um, being Mahomes, man. 
Yeah, Kelsey, man. Kelsey broke uh, Shannon Sharp's record for the most 150-yard games I tied in. I think uh, put him at 16 all-time, 16 touchdowns over 150 yards, Uh, 16 16 games with 150-plus receiving yards, uh, beating out uh, Shannon Sharp for that number one lead. So that's a pretty good stat. Uh, I think pretty much most people can agree Kelsey is probably the greatest uh, tight end of all time, or Gronk, one or the other. Who do you want to take? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, but that's what that—that's what the game came down to. Uh, connection between uh, Mahomes and Kelsey. Uh, the Chargers, man. Like I said, that coach is probably going to be out of there uh, by the end of the year. I don't even know if he's going to survive the rest of the year because you keep gone. you keep underachieving with that team, and they shipped Anthony Lynn out a few years ago, yeah, and he yeah. was he was coaching this team way better with less. Uh, you you have all this star power for the Chargers, and you can never you know you can never take that next step. So it's definitely time to go. Uh, I don't know what their record is against the 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 Chiefs, but I know it's not above five hundred. Uh, Herbert, you know, I like his style. He's a quiet guy. He doesn't. I've never even heard him talk before. <laughs> um, but it's like the the talent he has around him. I just don't understand why they can't win. Brandon it's just that's it's just that simple, bro. Why can they not win? Just like you got Keenan Allen. I know Mike Williams is out, and I knew this this was going to be a struggle struggle season once Mike Mike Williams went out because those guys are always hurt, bro. Him and Keenan Allen, bro, they don't never last a full season, bro. Uh, Austin Eckler just came back, I think, last week, but it's like, bro, why can they never win? The defense is a good defense, bro. That's a good defense, bro. Got Khalil Mack and Bosa. You got Kendricks in the middle, and then you got the best safety in the back, and you got Asante Samuel on the outside. But that's a good defense, bro. I don't understand why they can't win games. Listen, bro, so, uh, I'm not arguing that they have any talent. The, the Chargers have a good talent, team, man. bro. They just can't win. I don't, I don't understand it. It's but, the, uh, it's the, at the end, of, it's the coaching, bro. Like I mentioned previously on, on other episodes, bro. Two years ago, when that boy went for the fourth down on his 30-yard line, bro, <laughs> he should have been – even though they did convert that gap down fourth down – he should have been fired. He did it like two or three times in that playoff game, right? He should have been fired. He should have been fired after that game, man. So everybody keeps saying the same thing about the Chargers, man. Chargers do what the hell Chargers do. But at this moment, man, I don't think Brandon Staley that guy. He may be a, a decent defensive coordinator overall, but as far as head coaching and putting it all together, I don't think he has showed us anything, man, anything. But, um... But shout out to KC for the division win, man. They they keep stacking these wins or whatnot. I know people was um I don't think nobody was doubting uh KC or anything like that, man. But I think people are getting a little fatigue of KC, how they just keep on winning and winning. And the next game we'll talk about um Miami going to Philly for Sunday night football. Eagles did came away victorious um 31 to 17. Um, I did like this game to be considered as a statement game because, you know, Philly did came away with a big win against a, a very, very good Dolphins team. What's your thoughts on this game, bro? Bro, um, I wouldn't – to me, I don't think this was more so a statement game just because the simple fact that the Dolphins are, was missing key key factors in the secondary, bro. This game is a different game. I feel like if uh, Jalen Ramsey and, and Xavier Howard are playing, the game is called a lot different. I think has over 160 yards, bro, on Eli Apple. And uh the the I can't I can't pronounce his name correctly, but number four for the Dolphins. AJ Brown, whatever he wanted. They, they, they threw the ball up. They came down with it. 
you ran whatever route you wanted, you came down with the ball. This is just that's what the game that came down to. If Ramsey was playing on like Ramsey would have been able to pull him under hundred yards, and I would have been uh, different. And other thing is Tua did have a the play of the game was that pick uh when Slay picked that ball off. Uh, most of it was open on the wheel. He had the linebacker beat. But I guess the receiver uh, ran the route in the same uh, vicinity as uh, the wheel route that was ran by Moster. So Slay came off his man and picked the ball up. Uh, Tua hung the ball up. But um, if Slay didn't come off that, that route uh, that uh, he was on sticking the receiver, I think the Dolphin, Moster would have not caught the ball, but it would, it would have been pass interference because the linebacker was all over. Moster, that's why uh, two was putting the ball like that. But nonetheless, it was a good play by Slay, and that was the play of the game, bro. Uh, the Dolphins had to play again against the Eagles. I think the Dolphins just if two, if uh, if they had uh, Howard and uh, Ramsey, like I said, but it's a different game. So I, I, I don't, I don't take too much into this game. I don't know, man. Like I told you last week, I'm pretty sure that this game was decided in the trenches. Um, the Dolphins really couldn't handle the Eagles O-line. I think that really what, what it came down to. And honestly, A.J. Brown, most of his catches really did come in the first half. And um, But like you mentioned, ain't going to put too, too much stock. But this will be a good game for them boys to look back, um, for the Eagles and the Dolphins to look back at and, and to see how they perform. A good overall game for the Eagles, man, for the Eagles. And the next game we'll talk about, and probably the last game for this uh, week, week seven, talk about Monday night football, San Fran um, going to Minnesota. And um, Minnesota came in with the win, 22 to 17, man. Um, this is where one of those games, when it's prime time, and both teams really came to play and trying to put on the show. Kirk Cousins played a hell of a game, um, 35 for 45, 378 yards, two touchdowns in the pick. That boy Kevin O'Connell called a pretty, pretty good game for them boys. And um, Jordan Addison showing why he's a first-round talent, going for seven catches, 123 yards, and two touchdowns, man. I know you're not that high on Kurt, bro, um, but this is one of those games where I understand why he's in the league and people do consider him a top-10 QB. Uh, but overall, the edge for the Vikings was just being at home and plus being a Monday night football game. Um, they held McCaffrey uh, to 45, uh, 45 yards rushing, um, but he did end up with two touchdowns, man. On um, the Vikings, you know, Brian Flores, the boys just basically stacked the box and forced Purdy to beat him with his arm. Um, he was efficient uh, for the most part, but I'm not sure if you've seen on Twitter and stuff like that, bro, where they highlighted it seems like where Purdy got his uh, got a concussion and that's when he started to basically throw the throw the interception and wasn't playing well. And I guess just to note, um, both of those picks were by um, Cameron Bynum. And he did have the last pick, I guess, to seal the game at, at the end, man. What's your thoughts, man? I'm just trying to make sure I heard you correctly. You said Kirk Cousins is a top 10 quarterback by some people, bro. I was saying some people like consider him a top 10 quarterback in that game on Monday night proves I ain't gonna say proves why but I understand why people say that hell nah bro that's that's the game of, that's the game of the century for Kirk Cousins bro yeah I'm pretty sure he had one or two more of those games in his career but nah bro he's up and down bro but 
I will say this, bro. One one of my cousins told me on Saturday, bro, what they was doing because of the spread, bro. They was like everybody, everybody can't take seven. This game, the Vikings have the best team, bro. Vikings don't have the best team in the league, and they for sure don't always play like it. But like you said, this was one of those games, bro. This was the game of the season, pretty much for the Vikings. But this was their Super Bowl to lose, bro. It's, it's how they played, bro. Yeah, like, like I, I more than likely it's probably just because it's prime time, bro. They know that everybody watching. And they, so they're gonna put up their um, best performance or, or whatnot. But you no, know, just give Kirk Cousins some props, bro. He played a good game. Them boys is what sitting at with like three, three and three or something like that, if I'm not mistaken, or three and four. So, and plus with Justin Jefferson being out, man, and consider San Fran being one of the so-called best teams um, in the whole NFL, bro. I gotta get them boys some props, man. I got you. I hear you, bro. I for sure hear you. Um, like I said, bro, Vikings, Kirk Cousins teams are usually finished eight and eight or just below five hundred, bro. And they never, you know, really go over five hundred for the most part. Maybe one or two seasons, but if you got Kirk Cousins as your as your franchise quarterback, you're gonna finish eight and eight, or you're gonna finish seven and eight, something like that, seven and nine, bro. That's how it's gonna be. I guess we'll just see how the season continues, man. It is, I guess, what, two months left, three months left of the season until the playoffs um, get here, bro. But I guess that is it for week seven. Go ahead and wrap that up. Um, I guess we can talk about some trades, man, that we potentially think may happen, bro. Uh, I guess I'm going to start with one uh, that I know I probably haven't mentioned to you, bro. I could see. I know we all heard that uh, the Eagles are in the market looking for more secondary help and uh, a, a nickel corner or just some more secondary help. Uh, I know there's been reports mentioning about uh, that boy Kenny Moore from the Colts going over um, to the Eagles, but I definitely do see that as a long shot. Even though anything could happen in this league, as as we can see, because I'm pretty sure nobody really expect Kevin Barry to um, go over to the Eagles. Um, but the one name that I would mention is um, Jeremy Chin um, from the Carolina Panthers, man. I think he, I think the Eagles, that might be another pickup that they try to go after, man. You know, Jeremy Chin hasn't had the best um, season this year, but he's definitely one of those top talents in the league. He could play in the box, over the top, as a linebacker. He's basically like a do-it-all. And probably just because how Carolina been playing this year, you know, definitely has been, I guess, overshadowed. But I definitely think uh, Jeremy Chin gets moved, man. And I can see that boy going to the Eagles. What you, what you think might maybe coming up no, shit, next week, bro? I don't think Carolina's going to move off of Jeremy Chin because he's a piece of the puzzle for them in the future. Carolina's building for the future, bro, so they're not looking to win now. Um, we see that, you know, as they took Bryce Young, Bryce Young, they, they got the pieces around him. And Jeremy Chen has been a key piece for them the last two years. Just like they said, they wouldn't trade Bri- uh, Brian Burns. I don't think they'll trade away uh, Jeremy Chen. 
either, but anything is possible, like you said. So um, for me, I, 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 uh, I more so see guys like uh, Derrick Henry, bro. Derrick Henry is going to get moved, I say, by by the end of uh, – next, By next – what, the trade deadline is when? What's the exact Tuesday. Tuesday? Yeah, I, I think he's going to get moved, bro, because I, the the, Brown, um, the Titans are looking for draft uh, compensation for, for next year. So I think they, I think he's going to get moved. You saw you saw they moved buyers, so uh, they were winning that buyer go. I don't see why they wouldn't let Derrick Henry go. So I think he's going to be next. Move where though? That's the question. Like him in the Browns. I mean, um, not the Browns, the Ravens, bro. The Ravens are the most aggressive, but as we know, it's not always the guys. It's the loudest, most aggressive players. You're saying the Cowboys might take uh, the Cowboys. The Cowboys might trade for Derrick Henry. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, the Cowboys can for sure. I think use him. Uh, you know, we'll just uh, they offer Deuce Vaughn for Derrick Henry. So. I think the Titans could use like a more of a every down back. Henry's on the field. If it's not, you know, three yards or shorter, usually on third down, Derrick Henry's not on the field. Usually a first and second down back. Many key downs, many uh, passing downs, long passing downs. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt. I think another name that I'll probably mention is probably uh, Dalvin Cook. Uh, I know he's been very frustrated with his roles um, at the Jets at this moment. I think that would be another place that the the Ravens look at to try to get a running back from. Uh, shit, he might even be a good pickup for Dallas as well. But I definitely think Dalvin Cook uh, will be getting moved by Tuesday. And hopefully he does go to a contender, bro. Uh, any any other trades you're probably thinking in your head, man? Uh. I think, uh, not that I could think of, but uh, I, I thought the Jets would have shot for another quarterback by now, but uh, Zach Wilson just came over that he went. He's looking uh, at some improvements, and the defense is clicking, so I, I think they, they're saying they can, you know, to kind of win some games, so I don't think they're going to you know, look in the market for uh, another quarterback. I think for uh, that last one, they got they trade for a quarterback, but as I said, uh, they got Defense is playing really good, so we're gonna stick with Zach Wilson to Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers comes back this year. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. I guess we will see what happens on October thirty first when the Tuesday deadline gets here, man. But I guess we can go ahead and jump into Week Eight and uh, go over a few games. And the first game we'll talk about is on Jacksonville going to Pittsburgh, man. Um, they're giving Pittsburgh um, actually two and a half points. Uh, them boys is the underdog. I wonder when was the last time that Pittsburgh um, was the underdog against Jacksonville, especially being at home. You know, that's very, very surprising. Um, but overall, I guess the past few years, this matchup between the Steelers and, and Pittsburgh always been, it has been a battle these past few years, man. I, I believe like a few years ago, Jacksonville did come into Pittsburgh and, and did I think they put a beat down on them, if, if I'm not mistaken, man. But overall, I think it's going to be an interesting game. Uh, hopefully, Kenny Pickett could build on last week what he did um, versus the L.A. Rams. And I guess Jacksonville probably going to keep continuing on what they're doing. They're just 
playing they're playing like the better team right now. Uh they've been more consistent on offense. Their defense actually has been stepping up and playing better ball, bro. Honestly, bro, I'm not sure if you have actually, you know, really sat down and watched the Jaguars, bro. Uh, especially their DB, their DBs. When they're playing these receivers, bro, they really making an effort and getting these pass deflections, bro. They they really it seems like they playing more ball hawk first instead of trying to trying to tackle, man. Cause I see very good technique when it comes to like deflecting these balls and stuff like that. And um I just wanna say shout out to their D B coach, man. I, I forgot his name. I did research it. But just shout out to the Jags D B coach, man, because them boys is playing some solid ball um in that secondary, man. But I think there's gonna be a close game uh, overall. I won't be surprised if Pittsburgh kind came out with the with the victory. So I guess at the end of the day, it's probably going to depend on how Kenny Pickett performed. You know, the defense, Pittsburgh defense going to do what they got to do, slow down Trevor Lawrence, Calvin Ridley, and all those good guys over there. Um, but I guess everybody's going to just be looking to see how Pittsburgh and this offense perform, man. What's your thoughts, bro? Yeah, man, uh, the Jags defense, as we discussed earlier in the season, is a is an average, at, at best, above average defense. But uh, – I don't know if you remember Tyson Campbell out of Georgia. Yeah. That's one of their starting corners. And then Cisco, the safety number five is pretty good. And then Jenkins from the U on the other at the other safety. So the defense is not bad defense. Um and they've been making the emphasis, as you said, on the past deflections. Yeah. So looking good. And then the offense when the offense is scoring efficient offense. Um, you know, ETN, you know, I've always been high in ETN. ETN been showing up. He just entered the top five rushing uh, leaders in the league, so he has a he has the potential to be uh, to run away with the rushing title. If he can, yeah, you know, stay healthy. And uh, Evan Ingram, you know, always looks good in this offense. And uh, you know, Ridley, Christian Kirk, they shine as well. So I'm gonna take the Jags, but I actually like the Jags. I picked them to win the division. Uh, if the defense holds up, you know, later in the season, they, they you know they can make a run into the you know, second second round of the playoffs, things like that. So we'll see. I'm, I'm gonna take the Jags, but just no still this offense, still this defense come to play as they do every week. But uh, still this offense hasn't shown me anything to take them to win the game. So yeah, I definitely understand, man. You know, once these teams, you no, know, once these teams win one game, kind of get addicted. They try to win another game. I can't see Pittsburgh starting to get on the road um, when it comes to winning. But we'll definitely see, man, because Jacksonville is playing playing like a good team. They look like a good young team that's trying to bring it all together. And hopefully, you know, they continue to do what they do, bro. Um, but the next game, I guess we'll jump into uh, New England. I'm going to Miami. Uh, they actually like Miami by nine and a half points. Um, I kind of think that's a little bit too high. I, but I understand why, especially with the Patriots coming off a win last week. Um, you know, like I just mentioned before, man, once these teams um, win one game, you know, they sometimes they like to go on a roll and, and try to pick up the next game as well. And uh, I definitely see this game being close, man. Uh, I think Mac Jones, hope they, I think like they figured out something uh, as far as on their offense to at least get something going. I, I know they have like a, a slot receiver named Douglas. Uh, that's been uh that was making plays for them last week, so they may have actually found something so to make somebody miss on offense and, and move the ball, man. Uh, Stevenson has been up up and down on um, this this whole season, 
but I expect them, you know, to have a big game, a big game this week. And uh, I, I'm not sure what's the update with Tyreek Hill as far as I think he had like a back or a hip injury. I know he did practice on Thursday or whatnot. Um, so I guess we will see how, how the Dolphins, as far as injuries. And I know that uh, Jalen is expected to be back on the field on, on Sunday as well. But I expect them just to uh, for them just to ease him back in. Uh, not not too many snap counts for him or, or whatnot. Uh, I definitely think this game will be close. I don't think the Dolphins are gonna really blow out um, blow out um, New England or whatnot, man. I won't be surprised if New England win the actual ball game in Miami at that. So I think it's gonna be a good game overall, and. Uh, I guess I'll take take the Dolphins in a close win, bro. What you what you thinking, man? Yeah, I, I get the Dolphins the, the win in double digits, bro. The Patriots they won last week against the Bills, but they haven't shown me anything consistent to, to to take them to win this game. The Dolphins they're starting to get back healthy. I don't know if Xavier Howard is coming back this week. Um, Ramsey will be back, you know, later in the month of November, so he's about three weeks away. Um, but like I said, you know, a few weeks ago the Dolphins are rolling, semi rolling. They'll be clicking by the time it's playoff team playoff time, and uh, that, that's when they, you know, everybody be back healthy, and they should be, you know, in, in the right stride, in the in the right groove. Um, so I'm, I'm taking the Dolphins division, division, important division win. So we'll see. Gotcha, man. I know with these games, especially with the the New England and Miami, they play earlier in the season. And then New England did lose. And normally in that second matchup, bro, the, the other team normally does does win that next matchup. So I kind of probably expect that, that to happen here. I guess the next game we'll go ahead and jump into. Um, Philly going to Washington, I guess another division game. Um, they actually given Washington seven points. Uh, you want to talk about this one, man? Yeah, bro. Uh... I mean, this should be an easy game for Philly. Uh, Washington, maybe they can play, but uh, they, they had, their quarterback hasn't shown me anything for me to take them to consistently win. I know they had a couple. Uh, that last time they actually last time they they they've already played Philly, right? Yeah, 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 last- Brandon. And I think Philly uh, pulled it away with about three points, right? You say that one more time. Philly won three points. I think McLaurin. Uh, they- McLaurin, a toe, a toe drag on the sideline, and it's yeah. now on top of a guy's uh, wrist, and they ruled him out of bounds. I, if I'm not, I think Washington put up the most points against Philly this year. Right, right. Yeah. Washington is fighting for their lives, bro. Um, I don't know if you've heard. Uh, Ron Rivera is definitely on the hot seat. He's uh, he's probably going to be the first coach to go. Uh, the the the, org- the stakeholders in the organization are calling for his job. If he's not getting the job done, big part of that is quarterback, bro. They need a franchise quarterback. Well, no, we talked about trades earlier, and I forgot to bring this up. Ch- Chase Young is probably going to get moved, bro. I think Chase Young is going to get moved. Uh, I can't think of the other guy's name or the other end. I'm not sure. What? Yeah, those guys are going to get moved by Tuesday, bro. So uh, let's just, just just take a look at that. Uh, keep it, keep your ears out for that because I think that's going to happen. But I'm, I'm going to take Philly. Bro. Philly has the better team. Philly has the best one, and I don't see Washington stalking. Hey, 
It damn sure do, man. But I, I kind of consider this game probably a trap game, bro. I believe uh, Philly do got Dallas um, next week. So they may be um, kind of looking ahead. And um, as far as Ron Rivera, bro, I, I doubt I see anybody get traded. Because I think, for the most part, I think Ron Rivera is probably the, uh, like the final shot caller as far as like trade and, and things like that. And to be honest, there's no reason for him to trade him. Because I think we all know that Ron Rivera most likely is gone uh, after this season. He uh is a new ownership that 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 just came in or whatnot when once Daniel Snyder sold sold the team, so I, don't, I it wouldn't make no sense for Ron Rivera to trade anybody, bro. He needs to have all the best pieces that he can, and to 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 try to win. And Sam Howell, you know, he's been definitely been up and down, bro. You know, just his second year in the league, man. He does he does flashes. You know, he is a. You know, he is a little dog or whatever because he does got a little feistiness to him, you know, when I be watching the boy play. So I think I'm going to give Washington a, a chance for this game. And I don't think it's going to be any blowout or anything like that. I think they will definitely um, cover those six points, bro. Andy, any final thoughts on this game, man? Nah, bro, I don't have anything. So I'm taking Philly. Philly, no doubt, no doubt, no doubt, man. So the next game, we'll go ahead and jump into uh, KC traveling to Denver. Um, they actually given Denver seven points. And this is the third, I believe this is the second time that KC and Denver is playing uh, within these three weeks. I'm not sure what's up with the schedule makers this year, but I guess it's just one of those spots, man. But um, I don't know. I don't know what, what would be different from the last time they played at that Thursday night. Um, what I, what I can say is that we've probably seen the worst of Denver. I, I don't think they're going to be any worse than they have been looking ha- unless they, uh, trade Judy and, uh, Courtney Sutton on, on Tuesday. That's probably what we should have talked about during the trade set, uh, the trade session, man. See what, what the hell these Broncos players going to be going. Um, but, um, I definitely think them boys want to come out and fight on Sunday. Uh, like I just mentioned about the trades. I think Sean Payton going to probably do his best to try to line them boys up uh, to get some film so people could try to come and come and get these boys um, to look ahead for the future. I definitely see a close game happening here again. Um, it's a division game, like I mentioned, bro. And, uh, and I think they're going to really, really showcase uh, Denver's offensive players, man. So to see what trades may go down on, on Tuesday and things like that, bro. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, bro. The Chiefs would dominate this game. But Broncos, you know, are up and down. I feel like the, the team quit on Sean Payton weeks ago, bro. But like you said, a lot of trades, uh, they announced everybody's open. I guess Sertan would be the, the highest target and uh, Simmons as well. Um, see if they get moved. Um, Judy, I don't know. Uh, I think he needs a change of scenery, but the question is who's going to pull the trigger on him. And to see he has left. We'll see. I'm taking the Chiefs, though, bro. Uh, the Broncos haven't done anything on tape for me to take them to win the game. Uh, Russell Wilson has been playing better than he did last year. I want to say that. Uh, just just comes down to see now. What, Bronco, what version of the Broncos are we going to see? We'll see. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, bro. I guess the the next game we'll go ahead and move on to, man, is 
Baltimore traveling to Arizona. Uh, they giving Arizona nine and a half points. So they really like Baltimore to go ahead and blow these boys out. Um, but I I expect Baltimore just to uh pick it up where they uh where they left off last week versus Detroit. And they'll probably I'll say they'll probably not struggle, but it may not be as fast and a fury in the first half as far as against Arizona, but in the second half they'll go ahead and take off and, and dominate the game, bro. I guess the one thing I would say about Arizona is that uh Kyler Murray is he uh he's off the injury report. I'm not sure exactly what that means, but um it seems like you know he's getting back in the fold. Um he's practicing again, man. So probably sooner or later we will be seeing Kyler Murray, man. So hopefully that is that's good news for the Cardinals as a whole in their future. Um but this game probably just one of those games, Baltimore going out out west. Uh they they, I'm pretty sure they're gonna handle their business, man, and um, and take another W, bro. What's your thoughts, man? Yeah, I think Baltimore is gonna. Forcing to turn the ball over a couple of times. Offense should be able to take advantage of the, the poor uh, Cardinals defense, um, and you know, pick up where they left off last week. They're gonna score 36 points, but uh, should definitely see. Some consistency in the red zone, uh, better consistency than what we've seen from earlier in the season. We can't punch out outside of last week when they played the Lions. It's been very poor in the red zone. So I'm hoping, you know, this is a game where you can improve on offense and uh, keep it rolling. They can definitely take in the Ravens, bro. No doubt, no doubt, no doubt, bro. But I think that is it, man, for week eight, for the games that we'll be talking about, man. Uh, I do apologize for the technical difficulties, uh, but you guys enjoy Sunday, and we will see you next week, man. Peace. Yo.